One time, yes sir. Two times, throw it, throw it up, throw it up, throw it, throw it up, throw it, throw it up, throw it up, throw it, throw it up. Yeah, yeah. This goes crazy. This is crazy. Welcome to Daggone Unapologetic going down right here live, live in the Offbeat Time studio. Shout out to my boy Shane. What's up, baby? What's up, big dog? Hey, man. Chilling, man. We here. We here. Unapologetic. Offbeat Time. Shout out to the Offbeat Time family. You know what I'm saying? Your boy with that intro music, Lee hey, Prince Lee goes Prince. crazy. That's my crazy. guy. That's my brother from Fort Smith. Shout out Dude, to Dude, he goes crazy, crazy. Yeah. Appreciate man. him for that intro music. Yeah, appreciate you. 479. Bro. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yes, we got sir. so much tough stuff to talk about. Tough stuff to talk about. Right. My man. Same. Before we get started, it's okay. football season, baby. It's football, it's season. football season. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. I'm so ready. Hey, shout out to baseball. I feel him, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Like, I like I, I like baseball. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you see all the hats. Man, I love baseball. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I still feel like it don't compare to football season. The pageantry, shout out to, you know, the the the, the Georgia Bulldogs. Hope y'all have a great season. But you know, I, I I'm a house divided. My wife is a is a hog, man. So you know, since we're house divided over there, so shout out to them hogs too. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. Since I live in the great state of Arkansas, if Arkansas the the hogs don't do well, the whole city feels it. The difference between Arkansas and Georgia, Georgia has the Falcons, Georgia State, Atlanta Braves. You know, Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia Tech. They have so many different teams to pick from. All Arkansas got at the D1 level, other than UCA, in, in A-State, is the daggone Arkansas Razorbacks. That's their team, man. That's the professional team. That's who they get behind. Right. Let's, so, not, let's not forget UAPB. Shout out UAPB. UAPB. Shout out UAPB. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to, to UAPB. But for sure, I mean, it don't get it don't get no top notch in Arkansas. As far as down. following, this it's is Razorback country. Yeah, man, and, and it's religious down here. This is what they do down here. So I I gotta I gotta support them because I mean my job is affected by it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if they lose, it's bad in the city. So what else we got, man? I want to start with what we talked about before the show today, and that's the that's the big news right now. Mm. Um, is Shikari Richardson. Ooh. The cheetah in the braids. <laughs> She's this serious. girl got nails, she got braids, and she runs like a scared deer. Hey. All right. So hey. she's setting world records. Yeah, bro. Okay. She's setting world records. Here a couple years ago, she was discounted from the Olympics because she popped in training for marijuana. So there's some cultural stuff going on here. There's some like yeah. there's some real stuff going on right. here like, you know, what if somebody that was white? What if a male? Wow. What if, you know, there's a lot of there's a there's lot a of lot, cult- yeah. cultural what ifs going on here. A lot of different layers to this story, man. But this one thing I look at, man, this is how I get into it. Okay, she she popped hot for marijuana. I mean, the conclusion of it all, she was suspended. She was kicked off. That's right. Is that right? I mean, are they saying that that marijuana is a performance-enhancing drug? The only way that marijuana is a performance-enhancing drug is if there's a bowl of honey grams at the finish line. (laughs) I mean, let's be perfectly honest here. I'm trying to figure out how, because all the people 
I, I've never engaged, but all the people that I know, it chills them out. It don't it don't do nothing for them physically. It, it's a it's it don't do nothing to me. It don't do nothing. I don't see them having an edge. I don't. It don't give me any kind of competitive edge. It doesn't anything. I don't think you should kick somebody off or ruin their dreams because of them competing in a sport that that they need to run for it. They need to be active based on marijuana usage. Uh, and another thing that I feel like we should mention is that this was overseas. Uh, okay. So it's different over there, man. They, they aren't as free with their, yeah. you know, with their free thinking, I guess you yeah, could say. So. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I ain't, I ain't for drugs at all. You know what I'm saying? Myself. There you go. Uh, there you go. That's just not me. But as far as, as far as somebody p- competing, I mean, legally, it's, it's getting legal down here. We got to, that's just the And that's thing. all we're talking about. That's yeah, all we're, we're talking, talking about. about you don't need to be doing drugs, period. I'm not here. That's not why we here, Rose. For for real. I'm not here for that. However, this girl should be able to compete. Anyways, with that said, she then goes, comes back, Shane. Correct me if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. She comes back, competes, get goes back to the place, gets back on that stage, and does what she does. Blow them out the water. Was she doing like in 10 seconds? It's unbelievable. That's crazy, man. It might have been sub 10, meaning meaning 10 meters in less than a second. Oh, my gosh. Go try to do it. I know I ain't. Yeah, y'all, I know we got plenty of people listening to this podcast. Go try to do it. Go try to do it. <laughs> we'll always, that'll be something that we say. Go try to do it. If you if you want to say you can do it, go try to do it. Man. Tarshan, you know how it's going to end up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Not good at all. You probably going to mess up something. You probably going to pull. You're going to uh, pull something. Yeah, definitely a booty muscle get pulled. Exactly. Yeah, your booty muscle gone. You can't run without, without a booty muscle. Any young lady that watches that, that young lady win, you can compete. Go through adversity, still get back to what you got to do, and don't call it a day just because at first you didn't succeed. At first, you don't succeed. Mm, mm, mm. At first, you don't succeed. Try and try again. I mean, like I said, I'm not, I don't support it. Doing drugs, I think you could be successful without it. Amen to that. But if that's your choice, that's your choice. Shout out to Shakari Wilson, girls. Look to her for an example. She's doing great things. I think she's got a different team around her. She's surrounded herself with different people. That's the first thing. You know, watch who you surround yourself with. Make sure you got the right people in your corner, right? Make 100%. Sure the people, make sure the people want to see you do well out here. They always want what's best for you. And not only that, Shane, call me out on my on my stuff that when I'm wrong, man. We love the um actually guys. Oh my gosh. We oh call God. it unapologetic this podcast for oh my, a reason. Oh my gosh. We don't I I ain't here to tell you I'm not here to tell you yes, Shane. Yes, Shane is not here to tell me always yes, man. I want people to correct me when I'm wrong. Stand on it, right? We're just speaking facts today. That's, we're gonna we're gonna wear out this applause track. Man, Today, Man, please, like absolutely please, wear it out. Please. Uh, next up, speaking, go, speaking of not not sticking with the status quo, yeah. we're talking combat sports. Uh-oh. Is the sport of boxing in its purest form the sweet science, if you will? Yeah, man. Is boxing dying? Okay, let's get into this. This is what I'm going to say. When UFC came on the market, it showed back then it was boxing. Boxing was... The alpha male, I'm going to beat you with my hands. That's what it was. It was, you know, either you got it or you don't. Get up, Brock. Get up, Brock. It was that. Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, 
I mean, what do you want to go? George Foreman. Oh, my God. I, you come in up today, Oscar De La Hoya. UFC comes in, and they're a lot more. You can use your whole body. You can, It gets gory. The less less padding on the fist, right? Things getting broken, arms, legs, whatever. We are so keen to something getting broken on someone. We like to see gory stuff. We want to see that. So boxing was boxing. It was gloves, you know, don't hit below the waist. Keep it up top. Maybe face get cut up a little bit. You put UFC into it, everything goes pretty much. So that's what sells. UFC did sell more because of it. However, I feel like it don't get no better than boxing. It don't. It don't. So boxing dead, based on what the needle, what moves the needle, I, I would go ahead and say it's it was it's dying. It's dying, not only because, like you said, because of the UFC, yeah. but also from these social media influencers right. that are not— Oh, my gosh. Not classically— Logan Paul. They're not, they're not classically trained, and they're getting in there, and they're making—they're getting bags, dude. You think those guys are tanking? You think the guys that are getting in with 100%. them— 100%. And this is just my humble opinion. No, I'm with you, bro. I'm here to tell you, this. what's this most recent one? That's, that's my boy, right. one of the Diaz brothers. <laughs> yes. One of the Diaz brothers yeah, Diaz. got beat. Got beat. Okay? Ain't no way, man. There ain't no way. No way. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. It's like, man, there's no way. There's no way he threw that fight. He definitely threw that fight. Nate Diaz, I don't see Nate Diaz get hit with some real stuff and, and ate it. Oh, come on, bro. You got on pads on your gloves. Like He getting hit with bare fists pretty much. Pretty much. The Diaz brothers get hit with elbows on their orbital bones and they're getting <laughs> taken down dumped on their head and stuff and they get back to their feet stomping and going stockton what stockton right <laughs> and you're gonna tell me that a youtube guy put him away with big with throwing pillows at him i just don't buy it no shot bro no shot at all moving on fantasy we got fantasy football yeah, we talked about football fantasy. coming back let's go let's go fantasy football is here I'm going to tell you the truth. Not good at it. I am. I, I, I'm not good at fantasy football. And I'm kind of proud. I'm secure within myself to admit that. I am not good at fantasy football. However, to be able to do fantasy football with my guys. I mean, I've seen people run 40 times. Little obstacle courses they get to see who gets the first pick. I've seen it all, and I'm thinking the you get belts. People put money, of course, they gamble with it. You got you got belts that you can win in your within your friend group. So, I mean, I'm all for fantasy. I think the point how you get points could be a little bit less complex. Like I I don't know. I like it. I like what it brings. What it does for your for your friend groups and your people, your family. It brings people together. It ain't gonna raise your credit score. <laughs> hey, hey, we're we're talking credit scores today. Yeah, it ain't gonna do nothing for you. <laughs> like you playing that for what? People put so much time into fantasy stuff. I'm talking. About, I know guys that got laptops. They watching. They got four. They got their game. They got screens on every wall. They really get into this stuff, bro. I know people that really get into it like that, and it, it's like, oh my god, this should be a job. You you gotta tell me that you're getting paid for this. You got to tell me that you making money off this thing, man, because you really in it. I mean, you got your, you got this laptop. You got that laptop. You got your phone. You got two TV screens. They on picture picture. You know, they they split up in the four screen. All these different games. Two you screens watch. or four screens oh or six God. screens. Oh, my God. Or 12 bro. screens. And I feel like maybe is this is this a marketing thing to get people that aren't as into football into football? If because you're a gamer. 
if you're I a think, gamer, okay, yeah. analytics. That's where I was going to go with yeah. this. If you're if you're more of an analytical guy yeah. and not just somebody that's been connected to football mm-hmm. uh, like all your life, yeah. like all of us and most of our listeners on this podcast, right? I agree. If you're a gamer, if you're a person that likes to play video games, this makes it realistic, right? This you're talking about real humans, not the video game. You're you're get, you're grabbing these players and you're saying, "I'm watching to see if so and so does this." You know, if Derrick Henry does this, if he if he gets this many yards, we can win this game. I just the point scheme, I just can't. And then some people just take it too far. They get really into it. It it makes the back of my head itch. I don't like it. I just don't. I don't get. I don't get it. I'm over it. Y'all can hate me if you want. I don't care. However, for the sake of my guys and our friendship, I love my guys. I will definitely play. Or uh, do you play fantasy? And like, if you're single, if you're single, can you meet somebody on fantasy in fantasy football? I mean, what, that, what does she look like? I got so many questions. Does she look good? I wonder <laughs> what a girl that lo- that plays fantasy looks like. I'll, put, I'll tell you. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. My wife looks good. Does she play fantasy? And we brought her into fantasy, right, to shake up the league. The auto draft will pick a team for you because oh, it's a draft. You know, okay. you're on a ticker, mm. and so my wife doesn't know as much about football, and my daughter. Even more so. My daughter came in at 16, auto-drafted, and all these old men in my league that have been playing, <laughs> right. been playing fantasy football for 5, 10, 15 years. Right. Got beat. Getting beat by, <laughs> by a 16-year-old girl that twirls batons <laughs> for the band. So. so, hey, man, shout out to the band. <laughs> but yeah, man, I feel like I mean, yeah, bragging rights. I mean, I get it. I get it. Trust me, I get it. It just don't raise my credit score. It's what I'm struggling with it. That's that's the only thing. You don't play fantasy? Nah. I play a little bit of fantasy, but I'm not even anywhere near as deep as a lot of these yeah. uh people are that are like you you talk about betting people yeah. that put hundreds of dollars. Some people, you're going to have to shave your head. Man, it's crazy. The, if you come High in stakes. last place. And some people, I saw a guy that had to get a tattoo that said, I'm bad at fantasy football. Man. For coming in last place in his league. You and know that's what? there forever, forever. That's probably the only way I could get into it if the stakes are high. You I, know, you see, you see some of these uh, these big sponsorships, DraftKings and stuff like yeah. that. Shout out DraftKings. We Draft would Kings. not turn away your sponsorship sure money either. Wouldn't. Wouldn't sure wouldn't. Sure wouldn't. Sure wouldn't. Love it. People, they got million-dollar prizes right. for coming in first in fantasy leagues, for baseball in some cases. Just for, for winning some, fantasy. Exactly, for winning a fantasy league. I don't understand why you just pick a defense instead of, like, defensive players having points too. Is that because they just don't score touchdowns or something? They don't score as much. Right. The likelihood that you can pick one individual player – that goes off is too low. So you pick the entire defense, and that increases your chances of being able to gauge who gets the points. It's, it's analytical, too, it's, man. It's, it's too much, man. I, I I just it's what I'm talking about, bro. Like I just don't feel like giving it that much time in my life. I can't get those hours back, bro. Like I'd rather pick my toenails off one by one than. Then play fantasy football, bro. I just can't see it. And now if we put some stakes up, we got some high stakes, 
then yeah, then well, let's do it. But if we just sitting there to play for fun, ah oh, man, I I can think of a lot of things I'd rather do. So they're taking a sport that you know so well yeah, and they're over dissecting oh it. They're gosh. yeah, they're they're micromanaging oh my gosh, a sport bro. that even that even you played live. Yeah, man. So guess know. what? Speaking of that sport, bro, we're going into September. Yeah, it's college football season. Yes, sir. Let's go. Yeah, man. Let's get into it. College football time. Then that's something I can get behind. Let's go. We that can get into that for sure, for sure, for sure. I have the Heisman front runner watch list. Do you want to hear that? Oh, absolutely. Tell please. me, tell me what you think about any of these players. If you've even, if you've seen these players play on TV, if you, if you've seen their statistics, whatever. Tell me what you think about each of these players. And we'll start at the bottom. We've got six, seven, eight. So I got the top eight okay. going into the twenty twenty three season. Tell me if this rings a bell. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, he's the quarterback, the quarterback for Texas. For no, Texas, yeah, well Texas. done, well yeah. done, well done. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. Okay, Drake May, quarterback. Mm, Drake May, last name May, May, May. I don't know. With an E, M A Y E. I don't know. Okay, that's our that's our uh, Tar Heels quarterback. The quarterback North, from North, North Carolina, Carolina Tar okay. Heels. And I think I think um, the old Texas head coach Mac yeah, yeah. Mac is still there. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. This next one we know all too well. Me as an Auburn fan, and you as a well, both of us as a lifelong, yeah, yeah. lifelong uh, SEC fan. Bo Nix, yeah, man, the quarterback. He's been in college Oregon. for like seven, seven, yeah. eight years. About seventy nine years. Right, he's right. been in college. It's yeah. got to be it. He's got to. He's going to be up there. He's going to oh be up gosh. there. Third out of out of about eight. <laughs> uh, the next one up, the Washington quarterback, Michael. Penix Jr. Michael Penix Jr. Uh going into this year, Washington Huskies quarterback. Don't know much about him, but I understand that this this guy has been in in college almost as long as Bo Nix. Wow. He's returning two 1000-yard receivers. Wow. So on his squad. So, so he's so got the squad to make him He's going to put up man. some yeah, numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sure. whether he performs and he gets the W's. And who Washington playing anyway? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. he's going to The last good. time I saw a Washington game was right. three years ago when they played Auburn in the uh, SEC opener or whatever at, at, at the Georgia Dome. Does Oregon not play Washington? We could do an entire Everything show. Everything is moving around. Exactly. We right. could do an entire show. <laughs> We could do an entire show on this conference realignment, and you're I'm trying to stay in a producer role right you, now. I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. I got you. I am livid about this. Washington football team gets 10 minutes of airtime on a podcast out of Arkansas. Moving on. God. Moving man. on. You can keep Washington. Yeah, man. I said what I said. Like you did, bro. That's right. I said That's what right. I said. This, a, we, we, we unapologetic. A, we're bro. unapologetic right. and we're sticking to our mantra. <laughs> yes, Thank you very much. Thank you. Let's Applause, go. please. Thank yes, you, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be here all day. We'll be here all day. Don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> Next up on the Heisman watch list for 2023, Blake Corum, the Michigan Wolverines yeah. running back. Yeah. They got a good team. Harbaugh's got them already. I think Harbaugh has to sit out a game or something. Yes, happened. recruiting yeah, violations or man. something. And when that stuff starts happening, it don't stop. It don't stop. It don't stop. So I, I would be on the lookout, probably on some news on Jim Harbaugh, bro. And if you're asking me, Tarshawn, this is this is just me, your humble producer. Yeah. When somebody comes out against the coach for recruiting violations, mm. other kids that were not recruited mm -hmm. will pile on yeah, to man. that to that dirt and so that stank on first, that. This is not the last. Is this what I'm ain't saying. the last, no. and I, I agree. Yeah. I agree for sure. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. 
Moving on, uh, we're into the top five now. Number four, excuse me, number that was uh, Blake Corum was number four. Jaden Daniels, the quarterback for LSU. Mm-hmm. He was over there with uh, Kylie Herm the Germ. Herm Edwards. Yeah, Herm Edwards. Yeah, he was over there with Herm. You play to win you the game. You play to the win the, the game. game. <laughs> that was Herm, man. I actually met him. I actually met him, Stop. Man. Tell us I about promise. that. I promise. Was at a John Daly golf tournament. I know about this. In Darnell. Shout out was, John Daly. Yeah, man. And he was there. He just, we talked briefly. We talked for about 15, 20 minutes, and then it was over with, man. That was that okay. was my, that's my little, you know, thing. What did you tell What's the first thing you say? What's the first thing okay. you say to well, Herm somebody Edwards? Somebody like Herm Edwards, man. Like, at that point, I had no direction. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself, you know. So, Herm kind of just gave me a sense of, like he just told me, man, like always stick to your guns, follow your heart, believe in what you're doing, mean what you say, and stand on it, which brings me to Unapologetic Podcast brought to you by Offbeat Times. Man. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you so very much. Herm Edwards tying into Offbeat Times. That's why we pay Tarshawn the big bucks. That's what's getting, <laughs> getting into the uh, – okay, so getting into the top two. Yeah, Next man. one up. Not getting much love. I got to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Jordan Travis, quarterback, Florida State, the Seminoles. And I'm going to tell you why. This is what's going on with me with Florida State, man. First of all, they're going to be better than they've been in the last 10 years, I believe, this year. Second of all, they don't really have an identity other than Jordan. Okay. Like, there is no identity. You've heard they got a good wide receiver. I forget the kid's name. He's solid. I don't know if he went to the draft last year or not. I got to look at their roster. Okay. But um, it's a good good. They got a good wide receiver class. I could see him being somewhat successful. O line is pretty not not too shabby. I think they're gonna be nice. I think they're going they're gonna be good. I just don't see them getting into that into the you know the college football playoffs like that. I don't see them getting into that conversation. But and that's based on you know who they play. I mean, even Florida's not doing good. So that that even rivalry that rivalry game won't be nothing. I think they'll beat Florida this year. And they're know. they're in the ACC. Clemson ain't Clemson, Clemson ain't what they used no, to be. Oh man, uh, Virginia Tech's not returning too many people. Like it's just right. not what it used to be. Uh, so I'm I'm a hundred percent with you there. Yeah. Uh, and going into number one on the Heisman College Football Heisman watch list, the returning mm. Heisman Trophy winner, mm. Caleb Williams out of USC. Yeah, man. I I don't think nothing changes. I think he wins again. I think he will too. Yeah, I don't, I just don't see it, man. I the, you gotta have a reason to take him down off number one. If they lose, if mm. they lose, then yeah. The way I look at it, my problem with high. Can we talk about the Heisman, bro? Let's talk about the Heisman. Uh, my problem with the Heisman Trophy is I feel like it only goes like to offensive players, and I don't like that. Like, when's the last time? I don't even know the last defensive player to to win the Heisman. He was a Hawaiian guy. Tua, Tua, Tio. I forget his name. Man. But, yeah, dude was good, man. He was a good linebacker. But he ended up having a movie. There was a documentary about him getting, like, uh, catfished. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, it's the it linebacker from Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah. Yes. Got it. Ended up being, getting catfished. But that was the last defensive player that I really knew of that was – up for the Heisman. I feel like you got to... Okay, I got some stats yeah, via Heisman.com. Yeah, bro. Last defensive player tabbed as a Heisman finalist was Ohio State defensive end Chase Young. Chase Young. Who I finished fourth in 2019. The other defensive lineman, official Heisman finalist, 
and Dama can sue. Yeah. In 2009, Warren Sapp in 1994. So that was between then and there? Are you but, serious? And the the one before him, so Ndamukong Sue was a, a, a finalist in 2009, and the last one before him going backwards in history was Warren Sapp in 1994, and then a tackle out of Washington, if I swear, if the Washington ah, Huskies get Washington. A, They've been in Arkansas, bro. They're here. Apparently, they're they, touching people here in the American right, South. Go. I'm sick of Washington already. <laughs> Moving on. Washington tackle, uh, defensive tackle Steve Etman. Yeah. Empt, Emptman, excuse me, in 1991. The last Heisman finalist to play linebacker was Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Remember in that. 2016. He played both ways. And prior to Peppers, the man that you just mentioned earlier, Manti Teo. Yeah, man. In 2012, who finished second, actually. Yeah. Behind. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Who ain't gonna finish second the way he played football, bro? It's crazy. How uh, good how good was Johnny Manziel and how much was he lobbing things up to Mike Evans? I mean uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he also was Run if you watch what he was running, like he ran around. They didn't really have a playbook. Matter of fact, the guy that that coached at uh, San Francisco, the San Francisco 49ers, he ended up just getting fired, I believe. Um, but he he was their their offensive coordinator in at uh, Texas A and M, and I guess he did pretty well, man. He did pretty pretty well with this guy from letting him just control the offense. I mean, the documentary came out. About a week or two ago, uh, talking about Johnny Menzel and what he was doing, and I feel like one thing that the offensive coordinator was trying to call his plays, but Johnny was not succeeding from that. His freshman year, he just wasn't succeeding from that. Once the offensive coordinator got out the way, he was good. He was good. He ran around the field, caught people wide open, would throw it to him. And yes, your boy was wide open. He threw it up to him a lot of times. But who ain't throwing it up to him? I throw it up to him. I ain't. That dude's what is Mike Evans like six six? Man, he's hey, he caught a couple touchdowns from I mean from God because he played at Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah, man. Um, I'm looking up coaches here because I'm gonna blow your mind a little bit. Back in 2008, 2008 to 2011, a, a uh, NFL quarterback that's a uh, sort of a um, what do you call those? A journeyman. Okay. They don't they don't really start no. anyone, but they're always an integral part of the backup system and stuff for different NFL teams. Case Keenum. Oh, okay. yeah. In what, what 2008 to 2011, yeah. he actually broke that Hawaiian kid Hawaiian. quarterback's passing records for yards in a career yeah. at Houston. Wow. His head coach at Houston in 2008 to 2011, Kevin Sumlin. Wow. Kevin Sumlin. Became the head coach at Texas A&M, recruited, and started Johnny Menzel. Johnny Menzel. There you go. Go and make these coaches golden, and then they leave, and then these coaches fall off. Yeah. They completely fall off. Guys, coaches like you look at, uh, I think the same thing is happening right now. When is uh, the coach from Clemson, when has he never had? Dabo. Dabo Sweeney. When has Dabo never had a good quarterback to make him look good? We have Deshaun Watson. Come on. He had Deshaun Watson. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. And then 
the God is there. A ukulele. A ukulele. A ukulele. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. But no, he's got a very complicated name that my my white rear end cannot pronounce correctly. So, uh, but moving on. Uh, yeah. And, uh, that quarterback, I believe he's gone from Clemson now. Yeah, man. If he ain't, he need to be, I think he's tra- he's tra- transferred out. He was but, a bust, but you may say, say he was a bust. I think he was a bust. Maybe so. He was hurt a little bit. And uh. I think he just played in Trevor Lawrence's shadow a little too much, maybe. Yeah. And that, that maybe hurt his pride a little bit and his effort. Man, but you had a shot and he blew it, man. I ain't got nothing to say to him, man. I think I'm interested to see, interested to see what happens with Archie Manning. Arch Manning, yeah. The grandson Arch of. Arch Manning, I'm sorry, you guys. The grandson Arch of Archie Manning. I'm, You're on point. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with them because this guy was well recruited, highly touted recruit. And now you got these two. Thoroughbreds in a quarterback room. Imagine that QB room. Like, right. there's so much potential in there that I just don't see it. And I don't understand why Arch Manning is still at Texas. Why not transfer to another team where you know you're going to start and be the man at? That's what everybody wants to do. But the thing about it, I'm going to tell you why Arch Manning don't mind sitting at Texas. Arch Manning got man, he got money. His family comes from money. His family comes from a lot of money. So when you got money like that, you're in no hurry to leave a school just because of an NIL deal. Are we taking things back to our pilot episode? You mean money Yeah, can overtake talent? Absolutely. Absolutely it can overtake talent. Because if you got money, you're less enthused to leave and more likely to stay. And guess what? <gasps> Actually play your spot and compete for your position. You actually might compete for your position. So when you have, when you come from a family that has money, you ain't worried about transferring. You ain't worried about transferring. You ain't worried about NIL deals. But when you don't have money, then you more are likely to leave. I do believe that. And that's crazy to me. But anyway, it is what it is. I still feel like players should still compete for their position. I don't think you should transfer. I think that looks bad to the NFL scouts. I think when NFL scouts see that a player is more likely to leave if they're getting more money here, it's like you. Where's where? When does loyalty play a game? When does it play a role into staying and playing? Another conversation for another time, my man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And another conversation for another episode of Yeah Unapologetic with my man Tarshawn. Good stuff. Any final thoughts? Hey, may everybody stay healthy, stay healthy, stay hydrated out here. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, succeed. Try. Offbeat Times, shout out to the Offbeat family, Offbeat Times. Make sure you go check out all the other um, podcasts and things that they have to offer. Man, Shane, the producer, man, my guy hold me down, man. Uh, I really do consider this a pleasure and a blessing to be able to do this. Thank y'all for listening. Shout out to all the listeners. Go tell somebody to know somebody. Unapologetic. I really don't care what you think. I'm going to give you my opinion. Y'all talk about it. Comment. Tell me what you think. It's all good. Shout out to Lee Prince. Y'all going to hear this. Y'all going to hear this, man. Y'all going to hear this. So, hey, that's it. I've been me. I've been me, which is Tarshawn. You've been you, which is some of the best viewers we have. Shout out to the producer, Shane. Offbeat Times. One Umbrella. We out, man.
to say that they hate this place. Well, let me say it this way. You can move today. Ain't nobody trying to make you stay. This song for the ones that love it. Prayers for the state. Can't get enough of them. Debo got a little loose with the mouth. About Pine Bluff. Homie Pine Bluff ain't bluffing. Queen City want to do, though. For it, I keep it funky like menudo. Texarkana McGee and Dermot. Fairville, that's a city that don't stop. Plus Russellville, that's them Wonder Boys. And Conway 